dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers and PJs, feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace. With Dan, Lila, Karen. CJLO. Oh, God. <laughs> um, CJLO. 1690. AM. I am the Throat Monster. And welcome back to another episode of Advice by the Fireplace. Hold on. Hmm. My name is Dan Lila. It's Wednesday, 5 p.m. Atlantic time, or... Yeah. Not P-E-I time. Which I call P-R-I-M-E time. That's good. That's a good time. But we're here in beautiful Montreal, Quebec, Canada. CJ Lo Studios right here at a closed Concordia University. That's right. I had to break in. Broke the windows. It's cold in here. Luckily, I brought a garbage bag and some tape for my clothes. I guess I could put it on the window, but I'd rather wear it like the paper bag prints that I am. We got a big year coming up. We've had a big year that we're just finishing up here at Advice by the Fireplace, the show where we answer advice questions sent in by our listeners. Well, I found them. I found these questions on the internet, but they're real. And we bring on a guest. Just me. I bring on a guest. I want all the credit. The team brings on... No, 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 no. It's just me. I mean, that's not true. But in some ways it is. Look. It takes a village to raise a radio show. And sure, the radio show does have a an actual parent, but it still takes a village. You know what I mean? I don't, but I hope you do. I'm very excited to bring on our guest. I'm going to do it very soon. Because I have some things I want to talk about afterwards. But honestly, I'm just in a time of reflection right now. It's the end of the year. We had so much going on this year. So many great guests on the show. I I don't even want to start naming them because I'm not going to stop. But we came back in 2022... And there was so much drama. And I saved it all. I saved all the drama. That's right. For my mama. I update her on all the drama. She's a drama mama. But she's vacationing in the Bahamas right now. So no phone calls from her. 
we had the Will Smith slap. <laughs> that was a highlight of my year. I don't know about you. I went through a breakup, which I'm sure you could hear in, uh, I'd say probably 15 shows where I wasn't very funny and talked about being sad. Which continues into this show. <laughs> why doesn't she like me? No, I know why. <laughs> Several reasons. No. I saw a lot of films this year. I didn't travel. But I will next year. Already bought my ticket. I'm going to... Walla. Walla. Washington. The place so nice. They named the first part twice. Imagine if it was called Walla Walla Washington Washington. That's the couscous of places, places. We had a wild year. Some elections in the South, by which I mean America. We had world events. <laughs> which was unique to this year, actually. Finally, some world events happened. We all came out of our shells. COVID's still raging, but... We got to spend some time together this year. And I'm grateful for every single handshake I had. And even though I went ew afterwards, and I sanitized my hand, and I paid a lot of attention to what that person was doing afterwards, and I saw them do a lot of gross stuff, and I said, ugh. But I'm still grateful. I got all my boosties so I can see the movie. I sat on a booster seat. I got all my boosters for the restaurant, for the movie theater. Oh, bitty bit. Stop talking about boosters is what this message said. That's weird. It's from the Anti-Booster Defamation League. They're at it again. Lay off, all right? Free speech. Free speech. I'm so excited to bring on our guest. I'm going to do that in a minute. We're going to hear an ad. We're going to hear a, a promo for another wonderful show here at CJLO. I have nothing prepared this week. I'm just so excited to be alive, to have survived another year. And to everyone who isn't alive and who didn't survive this year, our hearts are with you. We pour out a little wine, a little vino for you. Right on to the sauna rocks. We love everybody. We're so happy we made it another year. Will we be here next year? Only time will tell. I'll talk about that later. Or will I? Yes. I didn't let that cliffhanger <laughs> hang for very long. Or did I? I didn't. So let's go to a break. Let's hear our wonderful guest. I want to hear from her. I, should I say it? Look, I'll say it before she gets here and after she gets here. This next guest is breaking records with her performance here. <laughs> performance? Appearance. Well, it's a performance. She's playing a character. It's her first... It's, it's Advice by the Fireplace's first ever three-time guest. That's right. It's a three-peat. Call her... Michael Jackson. I mean, Jordan. Oops, don't call her Michael Jackson. 
Hee hee, don't do it. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. Um, like musical horns. Michael Jackson style. Okay, let's go to a break and let's bring her on. I can't wait to talk to her. So let's hear some ads. You know how it goes. We'll be right back with a little bit more advice by the fireplace. Basically a whole show right after this. Hey there. In need of some new content? Wanting to expand your music taste in rock, indie, and dreamy pop? Well, then join me, Andrea Lukasher, every Sunday from 3 to 4 for Melodramatic, where I discuss new artists, new albums, and interview local bands. So sit back, relax, and enjoy dreamy tunes on Sunday afternoons. I was more than just a coward. I was handsome too. I felt nothing when your blood came down. Honey, I'm home. Why are you home so late? I was listening to CJLO 1690 AM. Oh, I can't stay mad at you. I was listening to CJLO too. At Cinema Public, we offer a theatrical program made up of local films and international new releases, classics and little-known nuggets, as well as short films and family screenings. Our tickets are among the cheapest in Montreal, $10 for a regular entry or $8 for students, children, and seniors. We also offer six-ticket movie cars for even more savings. Come see us at Casa d'Italia, just across from John Talon Metro, and visit cinemapublic.ca to discover our programming. Le Cinema Public for lively cinema. Advice by the fireplace. We're back. We're back, but I'm not alone. I have a very special guest here on the show with me. Breaking records. The first ever three-peat. Third ever appearance on the show. Breaking boundaries. I can't believe it. Comedian. Writer. uh, One of the best people I know. Please welcome... Kara Parham to the show. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my God. Thank you for being here. How do you feel about being the first ever guest here for the third time? Um, I feel great about it. What a, what a fantastic intro. Thank you for um, all the accolades, and I'm glad I'm one of the best people we've known. You're without a doubt one of the best. I think we have like almost 50 episodes. So this is your third appearance. You're averaging like what, every 16 shows or something? I would do this every day if I could. (laughs) So would I. You know what? Let's start a show together. Let's come here. It's empty when I get here. The show before us is nothing. Let's take over. Yeah. Let's let's control the radio station. Let me ask. what's Hmm. What's your show about? Okay, take me out of the equation. You're starting a show. It could be about anything. What's the topic? What does a Caraparum care about? What don't I care about? <laughs> uh, I can give you, I could guess. Do you care about plumbing? Uh, that's, that's further down the list. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Does it have to be a topic? Oh, so you're saying it's just a free form. Oh, as, you know how I live my life. Freeform. It would absolutely be freeform. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's whatever's on your mind at any yeah. given point. Yeah. 
What's on your mind today? Look, I'm giving you, look, I'm putting you on the spot here. You have 20 seconds. Tell me something fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm wow, not a good okay. host. I'm sorry. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Pig with Nicolas Cage? I have seen the movie Pig with it's Nicolas Cage. Insane. Yeah, it is really, uh, it's both an insane film and also a very quiet, uh, grounded, surprisingly, it's good. surprisingly sane film. Yeah. Yeah. You, you I just saw it recently. Just, okay. I just finished the part before you call. I was watching it. Oh, I'm interrupting. I'm so sorry. No, you're not interrupting. Um, I just finished the part where he talks about how the big earthquake is going to level all of San Francisco. Mm. And then that's it. No one can escape the city. Everyone, everyone's doomed. Right. Very funny film. <laughs> funny? <laughs> it's funny. It's a comedy. Nicolas Cage at his best. No, I think it, he was... Look, I'm going to say, you know, I always take it back to the Oscars. I think Nicolas Cage deserved an Oscar nomination. He was robbed. Yeah. Has he has he had an Oscar? He, he won an Oscar? He has won an Oscar for leaving Las Vegas. Oh, right, with Elizabeth Shue. With Elizabeth Shue and was... um, who else is in it? Emilio Sox. Uh, no, sorry. Okay, never mind. And then he was nominated a couple times, Adaptation, for playing two roles. Okay, I remember that. And then others. Um, I <laughs> So, I think he should have won for that movie, Mandy. Have you seen Mandy? I have seen Mandy. Absolutely. That, that's bonkers. That truly is an insane film. I know. Yeah. Boy, I think that was the same year, maybe. Pig and Mandy. Oh, that makes sense then. He was probably going through something. He's going through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> also very funny, Mandy. If Mandy is kind of funny, but also the parts that aren't funny are really not funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. High Zumo's in that one. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, let me ask, before we get into the advice questions, and I know I've asked you this before, but I need okay. to hear it again. Um, well, actually, before I ask you even that, I do you mind talking about it just for a second? I want to hear, you had a wild airport time. Oh, wow. I want to hear about it. Any funny stories? And by funny stories, I mean uh, infuriating yes. stories. Oh, I, I have some stories. <laughs> uh... Just one. I just want to hear one strange thing that happened to you in the Minneapolis airport. You're going to hear multiple strange things that happened to me. <laughs> and it's really no one else doing on my own. Mm. So I have nobody to blame for this. Yeah. Uh, no, so the day started. Okay, so uh, this year my kids are spending Christmas with their dad. Um, so I was supposed to go to Mexico with another friend of mine, a very a, a close old friend. Her kids were also spending Christmas with their dad, so it kind of just worked out that we didn't have our kids yeah. for breaks. So we're like, okay, this is a once in a, it's probably a 10 year thing, so we're gonna go to Mexico. We're gonna live it up. Um, it's gonna be great. So the storm blows in, you know, I'm like, okay, that's done. Christmas Day, the weather's fine. Yeah. So I get on um, the flight from Montreal to Minneapolis, and while I was on the flight, they canceled my flight. Oh my, while you're on the yeah, actual plane? While I was plane? on the flight, I uh. came in and I got a text message that said your flight from Minneapolis to Cabo, which is where I was going, has been canceled. So there was nothing I could have done about it. I was stuck. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. And that is infuriating. It Yeah, it was. I actually, um, 
Well, okay, this was later. So I, I was like, okay, I can probably get booked. Maybe another flight. Maybe tomorrow. Um, they, you know, I, I talked to an agent, and they said there was no crew for four days, which is basically the entire trip. No crew. Yeah, no crew. I don't know where they're at. They're stuck in in Las Vegas or something. Oh, my God. Stuck Stuck in Las Vegas? Yeah, sure. Or uh, gambling in Las Vegas. (sighs) No crew. Look, you can figure it out. I I, I, because, you know, I have not been able to travel that much. Um, And so, you know, I cried. Of course. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm a vulnerable person. I can, I, I can tell everyone that I cried. Oh, I would. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, then you had some, did you treat yourself to some delicious airport food? Um, I, I did, but more importantly, I treated myself to, uh, some delicious airport wine. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> the wine bar. <laughs> Of and course. Daniel, I've never had a crazier time in my life. I'm not joking. Everyone is so sad on Christmas. Yeah. I'm stuck at the Minneapolis airport. Oh, boy. There were so many people just stuck there um, because of flights that had been canceled. Apparently, this is this is never, I mean, it's a rarity, so. No, I can't even, you're right. Just everybody was about to go do something fun see someone they love and now they're all together in this airport i can't imagine it was no holds barred people were buying me drinks (laughs) oh that's good sure they were buying me shots i partied with trump supporters i'm Mm. really ashamed to say that (laughs) hey look as as trump would say there's good people on both sides you know what i mean (laughs) Well, amazingly, um, you know, because it was Christmas, we didn't, we all got along, you know, I told them my political leanings. I was like, you don't get to tell me that you're a Trump supporter without me saying Mm. that, you know, I'm liberal. And that he's uh, a goblin man. Or maybe I guess you kept it. He's a goblin man? Is that what you said? I mean, that is. Oh, oh, yes. That's what I said. I've never seen a more goblin-y man, but we don't get political on the show. We get uh, spooky. <laughs> that's a spooky goblin if I've ever seen one. But anyway, that sounds, oh my God, that does, you know, it sounds like an adventure. Maybe it, not it, the best adventure. Maybe I would obviously prefer you to be on the beach with your best friend. I would too, but the story's not over. Oh my God. I can't, I'm, okay, I'm crossing over. my legs. I can't wait. Let's do this. Um, I, uh, thankfully there was an airport hotel. Mm. Um, I wake up in the morning with text messages from strangers and random selfies that I had taken with people <laughs> at the bar. I think I got a job at the Minneapolis airport. Um, I believe it. Yeah. So I have oh my God. to I can start next week. It That's was amazing. wild. I talked to you. I said a really embarrassing thing, actually, to, to one of the bartenders who I was talking to. She was telling me about how she used to be addicted to crack. And, um, you know, now she was clean and um, had found God and all of this stuff. I talked to her. I got everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean everybody's life story. But I remember saying to her, 
Um, and in retrospect, this is so mean, but I told her, and she looked great. Honestly, she looked great. Where is this going to go? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> like, you look amazing for a crackhead. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> wow. And how did she take that? She took it in stride. I mean, she knew I didn't mean to call her a crackhead. No, I mean, it, uh... It just came out. Sure. And she laughed, you know. <laughs> she laughed, and she said thank you, and, you know... Same... Probably didn't get a selfie with her, though. Yeah. I'll say that. She probably did not want to take a selfie with me after You did that. not exchange numbers with her. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure she was like, okay, get this woman to the hotel. <laughs> She's done. Cut off. Oh, man. So, boy, what? And it, so you are home now. I'm finally home. Then I didn't leave until um, 9 p.m. the next day, and I got home. 9 p.m. the next day. So you yeah, slept at the hotel, hours and then... later at... Oh, wow. <laughs> That's more time than anyone needs to spend, uh, not only in the Minneapolis airport, I'm going to say it, in Minneapolis. Look, yeah. maybe maybe downtown you could have a fun night, but uh, Jesus, I'm so sorry you went through that. But Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I am and I'm not. I mean, it is definitely a, yeah. an experience. So, And I'm safe. You know, it could have been a lot worse. That's the thing. So I didn't get Absolutely. a trip to Mexico. So, you know, I didn't get to see my friends. But I'm alive, you know. You're alive, and both your friend and Mexico will always be there. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Hopefully. Maybe, yeah. I, anyway, I mean in spirit, certainly. <laughs> You'll always have your friend and Mexico in your heart. How about that? Can't argue that. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, you. This is already. You know why? Let me just tell the. Let me tell the audience. This is why you're the first ever three-time guest because you come in with anecdotes like this on the fly i could listen to you talk for an hour i love you so much this is why you're the superstar that you are and because i always have some tragic (laughs) something just hilariously sad and tragic that has happened some sort of mess up (laughs) yeah yeah some kind of mess that i get myself into oh my god well speaking of messes Kara, I have some messes here. People have gotten themselves into a mess, and they need our help. Okay. Um, are you ready to answer, to, to hear an advice question or two? Yeah, and you know what? The first few times that I've been on, um, I kind of gave joke advice. Mm. And so I'm going to take, I'm going to do a little bit. Okay. I'm going to do a serious spin, and I'm going to try to give serious advice. Not that anybody should take advice from me. No, no, but I like it. You're giving, you're right. You know what? We, we like, we had our little funny part of the show and now this is deadly serious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking this completely seriously and okay. I'm going to give my best advice. I like that. In, uh, in honor of that, I'm going to put on my, uh, serious reading glasses here Okay. and I'm going to cross my legs and I'm going to <laughs> <coughs> do a little cough <coughs> And now, okay, let's start this. This is written by Fan, uh, excuse me, Fanny P. Paprika, all the way from Relevant Falls, North Carolina. And Fra- Fanny P. Paprika says this. <clears throat> Dear advice by the fireplace. Do you think someone can truly be a good person if they don't love dogs? I have a boyfriend who I could really see a future with, except that he doesn't love dogs. I have such a problem with that. 
he has never had a dog, says he never wanted one, and, when he's around my dog, seems mostly indifferent. On the other hand, he's smart, funny, successful, and kind. But it hurts me that he and I will go out and have a wonderful time together, and then we'll return to my house, and I just want to hug my dog, but my boyfriend is standing back like he thinks my dog is going to bite him or something. It just feels like a character red flag not to love dogs, doesn't it? Love, Fanny P. Paprika from Relevant Falls, North Carolina. Wow. Must wow. love dogs. Hey, this, is, this is tough. Yeah. Uh, bow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, okay. So what do you think? Fanny has I, this boyfriend. I, she doesn't say how long they've been together, but it seems like uh, this is a solid relationship. Yeah. Um, I think she should get to the heart of why he doesn't, if she, why he doesn't love dogs. Mm. I think you can be a good person and not love dogs, but there has to be an underlying reason that you're not going to love dogs. Cause really, honestly, who doesn't, dogs are so lovable, yeah. you know, all they want to do is love you. It's true, and there's a dog for every type of person. You know, you want a big dog, you could wrestle. You got one of those. You want a tiny little dog, you can fit inside your pocket. You got one of those. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no dog. There's no reason somebody should just flatly not like dogs. Right. You need a dog that's gonna lick peanut butter off your feet. There's one of those. Thank you for saying feet, and you're absolutely right. (laughs) Um, I do wonder, however, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. Is it as easy? I mean, sometimes it is. Is it as easy as this guy uh, was, you know, uh, robbed by a dog when yeah. he was a kid? And I, I think he came home, all of his stuff was taken, and the, the dogs did it, you know? Yeah, and he, he saw one of the dogs walking around with his wallet. And then he confronted him, and the dog, the dog pulled a knife on him. Yeah. And it oh, scarred dogs, him. They, yeah, absolutely. Dogs can be brutal. Um, yeah, not every dog's an angel, okay? I'll be honest. No, no. So if she says, if, for example, Fanny says, uh, can I ask you what? Yeah, let's get to the bottom of this dog thing. And he does say, I had a bad experience when I was six years old. Does that, uh, in, in your mind, that basically explains it away? Yes, absolutely. Because um, it's not, it's beyond his control Right. at that point. He's had a traumatic experience, and so he can't. You know, he can't love the dog because he needs to unpack that trauma. Mm, he needs to love you know, himself. It's not, yeah, and it's not, she can help him now to love dogs. Wow. Okay. She and understands why. If they get to the root. Yeah. Yeah. And now if he's resistant to it, I don't know. That's another story. That's him not meeting her halfway. Mm. You know, that's like saying, I'm not going to... Um, I'm not going to, you know, be a good partner. Yeah, I'm not going to put the work in. Yeah, I'm not going to put the work in and do mm. something that you care about. Okay, third option. Mm-hmm. He's willing to do the work. He's <laughs> looked back in his life. There's no negative experiences dogs- with dogs. He just doesn't like them. Okay. Uh, so she, he's probably a serial killer. Yeah, I think so too. I think, and um, we said no joke it, answers. This guy's a serial killer. Yeah, and so he's putting on a facade. Yeah. And she thinks he's kind, but it's a mask. Literally. Some, it might be someone's face mask. <laughs> I don't trust this guy. <laughs> you never know. You never know. 
and she needs to run. She needs to run immediately. Yeah. Call the police before before she does. Yeah, she call the police immediately. Um, if it comes out that he he just doesn't love dogs, she needs to call the police and re- report a ser- serial killer on the loose. I don't want to blow up his spot here, but I think of my good friend Chris Sandiford, future. Yeah. I've never had him on the show, but he will be. Oh, I'm saving him for a special. I'm saving him for a special occasion. Episode 100. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know. But he was seeing this person, and at one point, she not only didn't like cats, was like okay. uh, pretty mean about it. The cat would jump up, and she'd say, Get that rat off the table. Uh, oh, wow. And, and he was. You know, he was looking for love at this point, but it was a real turnoff for him. And I think, uh, again, not to blow up his spot, I think that was a bit of a deal breaker. That was the red flag he needed. It would be a deal breaker for me as well. Yeah, like this guy. First of all, Mm -hmm. but second of all, even if you don't, you don't have to be mean about it. You know, I don't like mean spirited people. Meaning, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah, did Chris call the police? I don't Report think so. Her as a serial killer, because she might be. He might want to think about that. You know, I haven't kept up with her. I don't. I'm not sure if she's a serial killer. Well, ask her. Call. I will. I'm going to call him. If if he reported her to the police, because that's <laughs> serial killer behavior, yeah. but as but far I, as I'm concerned. I think you're absolutely right. And I bring this up because. It's not even that bad with this guy. He, she says, I just want to hug my dog, but my boyfriend is standing back like my think, like he thinks my dog's going to bite him. So he's scared. Yeah, he, so there's no aggression here. I think this guy's a good guy. I think you're right. There's a th- I think that's an indicator. There's something going on. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I think, uh, Fanny, don't let this guy go. <laughs> Explore Get this. Get him some therapy. Get him some therapy. Paprika. Um, and you know what? In the meantime, you hug that dog on your own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think we did it. I think we... God, we did I, it. we're a good team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got... I'm I only... down some serial killers in the process. Yeah, it's good to point these people out. We're mind hunters, basically. Have you seen that show, Mind Hunters? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like the big guy, and you're the main guy. <laughs> it's perfect. So... One of the serial killers in that show, not to change the topic, because I know we have more advice to get no, to. No, please, please. But um, one of the serial killers in that show was the BTK killer. Mm-hmm. It was from Wichita, which is the city I grew up in. And um, they caught the BTK killer a block away from where I went to high school. Whoa. Yeah. And when I was, and this was fairly recently, it was like 2005. So when I was living there, um, the BTK killer was was still a legend, like a local legend and no one knew who he was. I have probably seen the BTK killer and didn't know it. You were behind him at a 7-Eleven or something? Yeah, who knows, eh? Oh my God. By the way, 2005, you were still in high school, right? What? 2005? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 2005. You're one of my youngest guests. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. I'm 18. (laughs) You're 18 years old. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that is scary, though. My God. The BTK killer. I can't believe then then the guy, he joined a Korean boy band. Oh, that's BTS. (laughs) Sorry. That's BTS. Never mind. No, no. I get them confused. No, he did from jail. Oh, it it is him. Oh, my God. It is him. Wild. It's good music. Plastic surgery. (laughs) 
That is scary. I was watching a documentary recently called Kings of Coke about the Montreal cocaine uh, uh, epidemic of uh, the 70s. Yeah. And one of the big um, arrest, one of the big busts happened at a house one block away from where I live. Really? In St. Henry. Right. Not to blow up my spot, but uh, yeah. Fuck, not surprised. It was pretty wild. <laughs> okay, I got one more. I got one more letter here. This is coming in from Lay Me Down, Georgia, uh, written by Beth Splunch. And Beth, she's got a real problem. This is this is a bit of a heavy one. Oh. Not really, but a little bit. <clears throat> Here we go. Dear Dan Lila and guest, when my grandparents were still alive, uh-oh, sorry, we all got together to have a real New Year's Eve day fest with black-eyed peas, cornbread, pork, and green, oh, pork and greens, like my only grandmother, oh, excuse me. Let me restart. When my grandparents were still alive, we all got together to have a real New Year's Day feast with black-eyed peas, cornbread, pork, and greens like only my grandmother could make. This year, my cousin is hosting New Year's Day at her house, and she's going to have it catered from some Gucci catering place that does everything, including the setting up and clearing away. I'm reading this word for word. (laughs) Those things used to be part of the fun, with everyone pitching in to make it all special. I know my cousin works hard, and both she and her husband are well off, but all that is nothing to me compared to having a true and traditional family celebration. I'm of half a mind not to go, but my husband says, just let it be and be glad my family is still getting together like we did when everything happened at my grandparents' house. Is there anything wrong with wanting things done the way they always were, just one day out of the whole year? Love, Beth Splunch from Lay Me Down, Georgia. Oh, okay, so my first question is: is is the is her like Gucci catering? Is that like a knock on Italian? Is that like a oh. big mark? Because that sounds a little bigoted to me. I'm gonna have a cater. Yeah, she's gonna have a cater from some Gucci catering place that does everything. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've never. I didn't know Gucci did catering. Tiny little Gucci sandwiches and stuff. Me? I don't know. I don't know either. I, the whole thing is, I think there is some attitude there. I, I wouldn't be surprised, not to put yeah. you know her in her place, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is just your run-of-the-mill sort of fancy catering right. that this lady's or just that spicing you're up. not going to have um, a Gucci catering establishment. I don't think. Look, if your family's getting Gucci to cater your thing, you go and you be happy about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's exciting. I mean, I would prefer Prada, but it, who cares? You know, if, if Gucci wants to do it, fine. Mm. Have you seen House of Gucci? I have. I thought Lady Gaga did a great job. I know. I'm not uh, the biggest Gaga fan, but I got to give it up. She was pretty good. Good. She was fantastic. Um, the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. I love that oh, as that well. That is fun. Um, fun. So what do you think? Tradition. Tradition. Oh. Um, I, I mean, immediately I know where I stand. I, I with her husband. I mean, I think he's right mm. in this case because if obviously whoever is hosting can do whatever they want. It's not up to the guest to dictate how the host um, or what the host does for the party, you mm. know. I see where she's saying. I think she's just uncomfortable with change. Exactly. 
That's what it sounds like to me. And you know what? Change is good sometimes. Uh, Basically all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's probably better food. We don't know if it's better food than what her grandmother made. And I don't want to be insulting or anything, but um, give it a chance. Exactly. Give it a chance. She's not paying for it. I have half a mind not to go. Well, I would listen to that other half. She would look like um, the jerk in that sense. If she she boycotted it because it wasn't what she wanted, that would make her look bad. Completely. That would make her break the ultimate tradition of them all, which is be together. Exactly. Getting together with your family, it doesn't matter. You could eat dog food. (laughs) You could eat dog food. Yeah, you could. (laughs) Start a new tradition. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it's about, you know, the warmth and the love of being with your family. Exactly. She's saying, oh, no, the fun was cleaning up and doing, you know what? Instead of cleaning up, you can all get together, play a <laughs> board game. Psychotic. <laughs> do we do we have another serial killer on our hands? I don't, I don't know, but I'm, I'm starting to wonder about this one. I know. I... It's hard. Not, I love clinging to things. You know, I'm a real clinger. These people need therapy is really <laughs> but, what they need. Yeah, I think. And I, uh, I know that, you know, it's a form of therapy to write into the show and have us give them advice. But yeah. the best advice is to find a good therapist and, you know, yeah. heal yourself. Kara, I couldn't agree more. That not only applies to this letter, that applies to every letter I've ever received. And you know what? Everyone listening. In fact, I'm going to take that advice for myself. (laughs) As will I. (laughs) And it's a new year. It's a new year. um... New me. You know, I washed the slate clean at the Minneapolis airport. Okay. Yeah. You're going to try some new political beliefs. You're going to try them I'm out. The, I'm on the Republican campaign trail now. They made some very good points. I have a jurisdiction in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right. I think we got it. Beth, uh, open up your heart. Try, if I, please, try, go to New Year's with your family. I think you're going to like it more than you think. Yeah, absolutely. And okay. uh, and then after that, find a new therapist. Right. Beth Splooge? Beth, excuse me, Beth Splunch. <laughs> well, I mean, it all sounded the same. It's true. I think you could say both uh-huh. on the radio. It's no problem. <laughs> right. I, 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 know, I know that we can't curse. Mm. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do that. Anyway. No, of course not. And we haven't. Uh, <laughs> I did a couple of times that I was on there and you had to... Uh, you had to set me straight. I was very embarrassed. Oh, please. Uh, we had, I think last week, no swearing, but the week before that, we got an F and a Jeff in there. It's no problem. Ooh, These things happen. Someone say something to you? This guy cussed me out. I was rude to him. <laughs> he really, he really told me what's what. Wow. Um, before, I didn't know it got that heated. Oh, I sometimes, when I, I don't turn often, but when I do, I turn hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really let it all out. <clears throat> Good for you. Thank you. Before I let you go, can we play a little game? Yeah. Uh, we like yeah. to play games here on the show. It's the last show of 2022. I want to cut loose. I want to let loose a little bit. Do you have a few more minutes with me? Yeah, of course. All right, great. So this is a game that I'm sure 
you've heard of before. It's a classic game called Would You Rather. Oh, yeah. So this is where, I'm sure you know the rules. I'm going to name you some names, and you tell me whether those names are a famous uh, type of wood, a famous celebrity named Hugh, or a synonym for the word rather. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay? It's a classic game. Okay. So you put, uh, we got to do this in 30 seconds. So let's put 30 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? For wood, hue, or rather. Here we go. <clears throat> Oak. Wood. Correct. Jackman. Uh, celebrity. Wait, 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 named? Hugh. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Correct. No, no problem. Redwood. Uh, wood. Correct. Lori. Hugh. Correct. Prefer. Sorry, what? <laughs> Prefer. Uh, synonym. <laughs> Correct. Well, <laughs> yeah, rather. Uh, Grant. Sorry, rather. Uh, you. <laughs> Correct. Maple. Wood. Correct. Quite. Uh, uh, rather. Correct. Pine. Using. Uh, <laughs> pine? Pine. Oh, wood, wood. Correct. Uh, alternatively. Uh, <laughs> Correct. Beach. Wood. Correct. Only two left. Ten seconds left. Hefner. Hugh. Correct. And uh, bonus question, Dan. <laughs> Rather. Correct. Oh, my God. You got uh, 12 for 12 or however many I had. That was incredible. You did it in 29 seconds. That was fun. <laughs> you did it. Wow, it's a classic game of Would You Rather. New party game. That's a new party game. New party game. You're saying I should uh, box this up, sell this thing, make a coin? Yeah, let's make money any way we can at this point. I think you're absolutely right. (laughs) Um, Speaking of making money, (laughs) maybe that's not the best segue, but we've reached almost the end of the show. I was wondering... Do you have anything to plug? Is there any way that our lovely listeners who have no doubt fallen in love with you all over again by this point, is there any way that they could find you on the internet? (laughs) Yeah, check out my OnlyFans. No, I'm kidding. I don't have an OnlyFans. (laughs) I really need one, though, because I would be making a lot more money if I had... Like a, a like an OnlyFans account. I'm oh. really I really need to get on that, but I, I'm too afraid of my kids finding it. You know what I mean? I completely understand. I heard Whitney Cummings has an OnlyFans, but it oh. is joke based. Like you join uh. and then you get special jokes, and if you put this money, she like writes a joke about you or to you or something. Really? I'll have to check. I guess I'll check. <laughs> <laughs> So you're plugging Whitney Cummings' OnlyFans? Yeah. Do you have any... You got some shows? I know you have a defunct podcast people could check out. You have some clips online. Defunct? I'm sorry? It's not. Did you say a defunct podcast? Oh, I thought it was defunct. Oh, my God. It's no, still going. No, we're going to still do it. Even though we broke up, we're still doing the podcast. Oh, it's coming. Can I say it's coming back? For season two. Back, but now we have we need to have guests, so it's not just us talking and then maybe being, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> being like, we're still friends. We're still going to do the podcast. We're still going to work. We're writing a script. 
Oh my God, that's fantastic! Yeah. Yeah, if you ever need a guest, going on to throw that away. What is the podcast called? It's called AA Meeting. Incredible. Yeah, um, and I also have a show January Friday, January sixth. Oh. <laughs> Gonna be at Melrose. I have shows in between, but nice. you know, nothing fancy. So your Trump friends that you met in the airport—they've invited you to some sort of celebration. January sixth. Is that what you're saying? I I didn't tell them that I was a comedian, oh. and I, I'm 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 doing that more often with people now because it's it's sometimes just better if they don't know. Oh yeah, I know. Sometimes I'll say writer, and they go, oh, "What do you write?" And I go, ah, no, no, "Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> forget it. Forget it." I'm a fortune cook. cookies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Fortunes for fortune cookies. Cara Parham, I can't thank you enough. Uh, thank you so much for being here. You are truly having me. You're truly in the Hall of Fame, the Advice by the Fireplace Aww. Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I hope to see you soon in real life, and then I, I hope, hope to have you back in another 16 episodes in studio. Absolutely, I'd love to be in studio next time. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. Have a wonderful night. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Bye. 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 That was the incredible, the incredible Cara Parham. I'm still reeling from how great she was. You can see a real, you know what? You know what you just heard? A real friendship, okay? I'm not glad handing these celebrities. I mean, she is a celebrity, but this is my friend celebrity. (laughs) That classic term, a friend celebrity. Not even a celebrity friend. We played a quick game of Would You Rather. That was very fun. Okay, I got to go to a break. And then we're going to be back with a very special C block, which is what I call it. A little bit left in the show. A few more minutes left. But, uh, yeah, let's hear an ad. (laughs) Let's hear a break. A promo. Someone saying what radio station you're listening to. So we'll be back with a little bit more show right after this. Brewtopia Brew Pub is very proud to be serving fresh, naturally brewed ales for 25 years. It's our pleasure to offer delicious pub fare at the best value around. Whether you come to enjoy Montreal's longest-running open mic, trivia night, our amazing free live shows, or just meeting friends to catch up, Brewtopia is ready to deliver. Come check us out at 1219 Crescent Street, below St. Catherine. Hi, this is Brad from the Bar Brothers, and you're listening to CJLO Montreal. Hi, and welcome to the show tonight. Tonight we have the best new music. But right now, let's check out the changes in this week's CJLO Top 30. Charts and crafts, counting down the best new artists played at the station. Every Friday at noon, only on CJLO 6090 AM. My son split his lip open, and I had to take him to the hospital. And do you know what they give kids in the hospital now to, like, stitch their lip up? Ketamine. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. My son was in it within a proper K-hole on Sunday. <laughs> and I am so pissed, because he's having so much fun. 
And he comes out of it and he's like, Mommy, I want to be a doctor. <laughs> tell you this, but you just want to grow up and do drugs. <laughs> but also, if giving ketamine to kids at four makes them want to be doctors, more drugs for kids. <laughs> like CJLO 1690, we're back. The piano and fireplace got very loud for a second. Sorry about that. But we're back with more advice by the fireplace. That was Kara Parham. Just a little taste of what you get if you see her on stage. One of the best. One of the brightest. Her light shines. Ow, it hurts my eyes. I can't look directly at her. I have to put on special glasses and she's only around once every few years and Donald Trump looked at her and then there's that picture okay forget it <coughs> too much Trump talk <laughs> uh, we're back I'm Dan Lila there's only a few minutes left this is the last advice by the fireplace of 2022 we had a great year and we're going to do something very special right now this is very exciting. This has never been done. This has never been achieved on the show. We got voicemails, baby. This is so exciting. We got two voicemails that were sent in by loyal listeners, and I'm going to listen to them right now, and I'm going to respond to them. I thought, you know what? As much as I love our guests, as much as I love Kara, I'm going to tackle this on my own. You know what I mean? These, these are for me. These messages are from Dan Lila, so that's who's going to take care of them. This is very exciting. So let's listen to the first message sent in by a loyal listener. I don't know who it is. Hopefully they'll say it. Sorry, I'm, hic I'm having some hiccups. Let's listen to the message right now. Here we go. Is it playing? Is it playing? Nope. Okay, it was a prank. We only have one message. That's very disappointing. <sighs> but you know what? <laughs> we will still play that message. Let me set this up again. Let me really set it up, because that first one, I really expected a message there, and then I checked it before. But you know what? You got to roll with the punches. This is the last show. I'm not letting anything discourage me. We got one last message. I said two. There was only one, okay? We got one person that called in and I'm going to listen to them right now I'm going to turn the music down let's really listen to this phone call let's see who called in and what they had to say hey I want to tell you something okay and I want to leave a message for you right now because again it's 10 30 here in New York on a Wednesday and once again I've made an ass of myself trying to get to a phone to call you at a specific time. When the time comes for me to make the phone call, I stop whatever I'm doing, and I go and I make that phone call at 11 o'clock in the morning in New York, and if you don't pick up the phone, at 10 o'clock at night, and you don't even have that goddamn phone turned on. Mm. I want you to know something, okay? 
several minutes left in that voicemail pretty disappointed fan it's a shame there's a bit left let's see if they're let's see if this person's calmed down I am gonna get on a plane and I'm gonna come out there for the day and I'm gonna straighten your ass out when I see you do you understand me I'm gonna really make sure you get it then I'm gonna get on a plane I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna come home so you better be ready Friday, the 20th, to meet with me. So I'm going to let you know just how I feel about what a rude little pig you really are. Mm. You are a rude, thoughtless little pig, okay? <sighs> Always nice to hear from a fan. We always... <clears throat> Hope people call in with more voicemails. You can always call um, 514-848-7471 if you want to leave a voicemail like that or maybe a different one. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Folks, we've reached the end of the show. We've reached the end of the year. And I'm very excited because we got a big year coming up, 2023. We're going to take some chances next year, okay? We're really going to take some swings. I think there's going to be some themed shows. I might have said that before because I've wanted to do it for a while, but I never committed. You know what? Call me uh, a patient because I'm committed. Call me a married person, because I'm committed. We're going to have themed episodes. We're going to have in-studio guests. I've been hyping it up for so long. People are going to come in this studio. You're going to hear them. We're going to... The banter is going to be so fast. Back and forth. Hello. Hi. No lag. We're going to have all kinds of wonderful things. More comedians from all over the globe. More comedians from this beautiful city trying to get you to support them, support their shows. Because this show, I try not to say it too often because it's lame, but I want to support the community. Montreal stand-up comedy, comedy in general community that I am, I'll say, a part of. (laughs) Too bad. Can't get rid of me. Sorry. We hope you stick with us for another year. If you're listening to this, you're a beautiful person. 
If you're listening to this right now, you deserve the world. And it pains me that I can't give that to you. What? (laughs) That's very dramatic. But thank you. Thank you to Allison. Thank you to Franchella. Franchella. I still have to ask her exactly how to pronounce her name because every week I say it wrong that gets ruder and ruder and I'm the only love and respect for her because she's great. She works very hard. Chris, everybody. I want to thank Corey Gandall for his theme music. I love you, pal. I hope to see you soon. Best theme song in the business. And folks, I think there's only one thing left to do. Crank the music. Crank the music. Have a great New Year's, everybody. Have yourself... I'm not singing along. (laughs) I could. Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old Lang Syne. Who is that? I thought it was old... I don't know what it was. Lang Syne, my dear, for old Lang Syne. Merry New Year's, everybody, for we'll take a cup of kindness yet. Really? For old Lang Syne. I didn't know those words. Should old acquaintance be forgot. Thank you for listening and never brought to mind. Have a great New Year. Good old acquaintance be forgot and days of old Lang Syne. We'll see you next year. Thanks for listening. Oh, my dear, for old Lang Syne. A-U-L-D. Who'd have thunkin'? Like a cup of kindness. Yeah, drink it down for old Lang Syne. Advice by the fireplace. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. This is very exciting. We'll see you next year, everybody. It's been a great year at Advice by the Fireplace. We love you. Get together with your friends and celebrate. Now there's a guitar? Okay, I gotta go. Bye. Caring is sharing Your heart's desires in Conversations by the fire With Dan, Lila, Karen We'll see you next time